0: Hello! Welcome to This Side of the Ceiling. I'm Kelsey and I'm Jill and we're two good friends trying to live this life on this side of the ceiling as abundantly as Christ has called us to.
1: We are by no means experts but we love to study his word and share everything that he has revealed and taught us.
0: So come along with us as we open up the scriptures and dive into his wonderful word. Welcome to a new season for This Side of the Ceiling. Uh, we are really excited to start this new study. I think that Kelsey and I are learning so much from this and just excited to share it with you. Um, Kelsey, you, you ought to tell us because this really started out as your kind of brainchild.
1: Well, yeah, a little bit. I was um, had a lot of time this summer to read and study and do different things, but I teach history Mm -hmm. for middle school kids and so we talk a lot about primary sources and um, how primary sources really are our best um, way to study history and then after that then you have a secondary source which a primary source was a person that actually experienced it Mm -hmm. a secondary source is someone that has talked to someone that experienced it Mm -hmm. and so the further down the line you get the less you learn about the history that happened and so it got me to thinking I was doing a K Arthur study this summer on 2nd Peter and you know Peter's the author. And so she asks you who's writing this? Why are they writing? Who are they writing to? So she's basically asking you about the primary source mm-hmm. that is writing the the book. And so I'm writing that down thinking okay, Peter, I want to look through his eyes. You know, as I read this, I'm looking through Peter's eyes, which then made me think of, can we study Peter? Wouldn't that? You know, <laughs> we learn about him in the gospels. A lot of us talked about him in the gospels. We we learn about him in Acts as one of the first leaders and preachers in the church and then he wrote 1st and 2nd Peter.
0: Yeah, so really other than Jesus, I, you know, the the New Testament talks about Peter more than, you know, after Jesus, right. Peter gets the most, you know, in screen time or yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: I know. So yes, and then so as I'm studying 2 Peter, um, he talks about why he's writing, you know, and he's Mm -hmm. writing in uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, he says, So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. Because I know that I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. So he wrote this so we to remind us, to refresh our memory, and as a reminder for us so we don't forget, so we remember.
0: Yeah, so much of a lot. I mean, I hope that people are learning new things. I mean, I'm learning new things. But so much of what we're learning is stuff we know. We just need to be reminded every day. I think that's one of the reasons why Jesus loved the church so much is because he knew you've got do this in remembrance of me. Remind each other. Strengthen each other. Remember, remember. Right. So I I think Peter is an exciting person to study because, um, you know, Jesus saw something in Peter. Uh, And I think, I don't know, as we've been studying it, all of a sudden Peter's everywhere. (laughs) You know, and I, I think that's so true. When you start to study something, you just realize... He's everywhere, but Peter, uh, you see, Jesus saw something in Peter, and we get to see it. That's one of the beautiful things about this study is that we see Peter evolve. We see him start out as a very, you know, I think he has a reputation of of sticking his foot in his mouth all the time and just kind of blurting stuff out, um, but we see him grow to be a wise leader of the church and, and acts like you said. And then we even get some of his writings to us. But Jesus saw something in Peter. I think I think there were three things that I think stand out about Peter. First of all, he had he was very inquisitive.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, he was always asking questions. And if you look in the Bible, he's asking you know, Lord, what about Him? Or, what did you mean by this? Or, where are you going to go that we can't go? I mean, there's—he's not afraid to ask questions. The
1: best students ask questions. That's right. are some of
0: the best learners. That's right. That's right. But not only is he asking questions, he's always the first to answer the questions. (laughs) You know, Jesus will ask a question. Who do you say I am? And, you know, that's one of Peter's great moments when he says, you are the Christ. Um, And so— he, he's answering Jesus a lot as well. Right. Yes. We get a lot of dialogue from Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he also, he has a lot of involvement because I think Peter gets a, a bum rap at times because we remember, we see him fail a lot. Right. Um, which actually is kind of endearing. But, uh, you know, we think of Peter as the one who denied Jesus and, and the one who sank in the water when he was walking on the water. But we have to remember that Peter was the only, you know, he and one other disciple are the only ones in the court with Jesus. Everyone else had fled away. Peter was the only one that got out of the boat and started to walk on the water. So he 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 seems to always be in the place where something is happening too. So we get to see Peter have all these good life experiences And, you know, he spent so much time with Jesus um, through this. We're going to see how we get to take an inside peek, almost peel back the curtains and watch him learn some lessons from Jesus that he ends up, you know, even from his letters telling us, this is what I learned you can trust. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is going to be a really exciting thing as we walk through this. Um, And, you know, We know that the end of Peter's life, most um, commentators, most historians, there's an old historian that we read that Peter was crucified upside upside down, you know, had had to even watch his wife be crucified and then was crucified himself. So, you know, he was faithful to the very end and and was a martyr. But I think for this first lesson, before we get started, I uh, just hope we are kind of wetting your appetite to join us for this study of Peter. Uh, and Kelsey kind of already read from from 2 Peter, but I want to read from the very last chapter of 2 Peter, the first verse and the last verse. Uh, the, the very first verse says, um, this now is the second letter that i 'm writing to you, beloved, in both of them i 'm stirring up your sincere mind by way of a reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophet and the commandment of the Lord and Savior you know, just like you mentioned before he 's going to remind us he 's going to stir up your sincere minds you know he he calls us beloved his readers, you know beloved, I just want to stir up your sincere mind. And then the very last words that we get from Peter are um, 2 Peter 3, 18, that says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and forever. You know, Peter has earned the right to tell us to grow. Right. Because we get to watch him grow. And through this study, we're going to watch him go from, you know, somebody saying the wrong thing and just, you know, jumping in to, with a sword to knock off the ear of the, you know, to growing to be the leader of the church, to a wise person that could say, grow in the grace and knowledge. We're going to see Peter grow in his knowledge as. He teaches people in Acts, but also he learns the grace because he has to experience it firsthand. And so I hope you'll join us for this study of Peter.
1: Thanks for listening and journeying with us on this side of the ceiling. See you next time.